I want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to The Modern Drinker. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. All right, this is usually when we switch over to The Modern Drinker Show. We talk about libations, craft beer, uh, distilleries, water, kombucha, coffee. coffee, the whole nine yards. I love that, too. Just uh, mindful about uh, so many great things and ingredients. And let's just do a little quick housekeeping, and then we'll get back to the phone here uh, where Daniel Asher is on the line. And uh, Growers Organic in studio, Brian Freeman and Emily Katowski. Uh, Brian, owner, marketing manager, Emily, and uh, Daniel Asher on the line there. Kind of cool to have that, right? Very, very cool. I keep turning that microphone off, sorry, but it gives this background ambience noise, so it's just uh, one of those things where it drives me crazy, so I have to do that. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, let's jump to the VIP line. Once again, we'll lock him in. Daniel Asher, back on the show. Thanks for sticking around, Daniel. We just weren't done. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I appreciate you uh, having me on, and uh, I, you know, I want to thank uh, Growers Organic and Brian and Emily and, and their whole team for um, having such a beautiful campaign for Thanksgiving from the, uh, the Pay It Forward initiative, because um, you know, Juan Alcantara has been in our kitchen since we started, and he was with Chef John and Nancy at John's Restaurant for 18 years while they were operating. So he's continuously been in the building that is our humble, beautiful restaurant um, now for going on 20 years. So it's it's pretty uh, pretty remarkable to honor him in that way for Thanksgiving, so that he can sit around the table with his family and have a a beautiful, all organic you know, ethically sourced feast. Um, and it's just a beautiful way to honor some great people in our industry that are doing wonderful work. Daniel, do, do you want my job? Because you're doing such a great job. You're leading me right into the things I want to talk about. <laughs> pay, it for, so funny. pay it forward program right now. Uh, we just mic'd her up, Nora uh, Ramirez, and she's from Saza uh, Pizza. She was the winner of pay it forward program for Saza. She's, she's here with us right now. Uh, thanks, Nora. Thank you for having me. Yeah, there she is. Uh, full studio, as you can see here. But uh, that's kind of a cool thing. But the Pay It Forward program, Brian, uh, Brian or Emily, can, can you speak about that? Daniel touched upon it. Well, you know, it's a way of recognizing the people in the back of the house. Um, so, so often, you know, the chefs get all the glory. Um, and the, the people in the back of the house that are really, you know, sweating away right alongside of the chef, you know. Is they they don't get anything and they don't take bows. Yeah, they don't take bows. And and you know and and so we were looking at how do we really recognize some people that don't necessarily get in the spot and do something around the holidays, um, you know, as we're as we're coming into. And so it was just a nice thing that we we really want to touch as many people we can um, with organic and and sort of sh- share the love as much as possible. So what we did is we reached out to all of the chefs and restaurants that we work with, and then even restaurants and chefs that we don't work with. And we asked them to nominate somebody from their restaurant, whether it was front of the house or back of the house, that they just thought was especially deserving um, to to win this. And what it is, is um, Growers Organic is providing all organic ingredients to for a Thanksgiving dinner that feeds five people, which includes the turkey and all of the produce. Um, and... And it's pay it forward because the chef is nominating somebody. He's kind of paying it forward to there. We're providing, you know, the meal. And then the each win, and we picked five winners, and each winner then picks a nonprofit charity that they then want us to donate $200 to. So that's kind of their part of paying it forward as well. Um, and so it's just, a, it's just a great feel-good campaign. We got so many amazing nominations. It was incredibly hard to narrow it down to five 
five winners, but um, and we actually did feel bad, and we're actually giving a turkey to all of the nominees anyway. <laughs> you kind of have to, oh, yeah, right? yeah, cool. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but um, it's it's so awesome to to see the nominee the nominations that yeah. came through from all the chefs. So ta-da, here you go. There's yep. Nora. Yep. What do you think, Nora? Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really excited. This is the first time in my life that I ever want anything. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm the same way, Nora. I don't win anything. I'm glad you did. So I I feel honored. I didn't know I was nominated at all. I'm usually more concentrating, like Brian said, back of the house, just running around, trying to get everything settled for us. And it's nice to be recognized. Time to time. Daniel, you're not in studio, but you should see the smile on Nora's face. <laughs> and, and really, at the end of the day, that, 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 that's what, you know, you, you talk about, uh, you know, Daniel Asher, and you're not one to take a bow either, Daniel, but, you, you know, you're nothing without the people around you, right? Oh, I mean, it, 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 it takes a village to raise and sustain a restaurant, without a doubt. And the people within that village need to be taken care of properly and honored and respected and loved, because if they're not feeling full of joy, how are they going to be? properly taking care of guests when they come in during operating hours. So it's a restaurant is a very unique ecosystem. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful space to encourage proper stewardship of one another, proper love and kindness and, and, and things like being thoughtful to each other and um, things like, you know, having Growers Organic offer this as a very thoughtful way of recognizing people that do amazingly challenging, difficult, but noble and beautiful work is um, such a wonderful expression. So I think if we all focus on being thoughtful to one another, as a global community, I think that's, a, that's probably a good thing to keep in mind this holiday season because the world's getting a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, you think? I, I know. And, and really, you know, uh, so here it is, uh, just solidifying just another reason probably why you do business with growers organic, uh, you know, aside from uh, what you're really looking for is sourcing uh, the best products and bringing them to your uh, guests there. Um, but when you, when you see uh, people like Nora and you see... Uh, these things that are byproducts of the mindfulness of uh, an organization like that, it, it really r runs in step with the whole philosophy uh, behind organic itself. Am I crazy for thinking that? No, it's true. I mean, it literally starts, you know, with the seeds that are going in the ground and the soil that they're grown in. I mean, every step of that process should be meticulously crafted and thoughtfully done and very engaging and the entire equation should lead to some sort of a beautiful plant that leads to a beautiful ingredient that leads to more beautiful seeds that are then planted the following season and it's a it's a beautiful cycle of sustainability it's a beautiful cycle of thoughtfulness and mindfulness as you said um so well and i think um that represents you know humanity as well we need to have a very thoughtful mindful compassionate cycle when we interact with one another and the ingredients that we use in the things we feed our family with what he said <laughs> wow daniel i mean y'all you're, you're always really impressed and you have your uh, hand in so many things and and um uh, uh, here's another one craft cider and uh, acreage uh, stem ciders yeah. project and kelly whitaker who actually uh, i saw this past last sunday he was in uh, at uh, mile high at the Patriots game and at center plate. So Chef uh, Christopher Dijon from center plate showed me around and, and here we go. We're going into center plate suite and there's Kelly in there and he's, he's hanging out doing his thing and we get to talking, but, uh, but uh, you know, you're spread thin enough, but uh, acreage, do you mind uh, spending a minute talking about that and your, uh, your participation as well? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm super excited to be a part of that. I think, um, you know, stem ciders does an exceptional job of a beautifully crafted, 
um, cider using wonderful ingredients themselves. And I think, um, you know, cider is a huge conversation right now as far as beverages go. And um, in general, and, you know, having the acreage experience, it's situated on um, a beautiful, huge multi-acre property in Lafayette overlooking the entire front range, uh, 360-degree views um, going all the way to downtown Denver. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. And we're putting together a, about a 250-seat um, wonderful restaurant, an open uh, open fire hearth. Um, you know, going to be doing some beautiful, beautiful food to complement uh, their wonderful beverages. And um, I think the, you know they're going to have an orchard growing apples that they're then pressing into fresh cider on premise. It's a pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable operation and a wonderful vision that Eric and his team have at um, at STEM. And I'm excited to be a part of it and to work with Kelly, who's a dear friend and phenomenally talented chef. And I think the two of us getting time to play together in the kitchen inevitably is going to lead to a lot of fun and hopefully some delicious food that brings people coming back for uh, the experience. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Daniel, here's one thing for you. So this gal right here, I think the world of, and she just opened up her new restaurant. And I think that you were side by side with her. I'm going to throw her on the line at uh, Aspen Food and Wine. Do you, do you know who I'm talking about? A lovely chef oh my God, gal. Linda? Yeah, here's Linda. Here's uh, Chef Linda Hampton Fox right here with us on the show as well. Hi, Chef. Oh, sweet. Linda's amazing. Are you there, Chef? <laughs> Yes, I am. Hey, guys. Hang on one second. She's in the kitchen working right now at the bindery. Isn't that cool, Chef? It's great, and they're getting hey, crushed. Hey, How are you? A phenomenal spot. Linda, go ahead. Hey. Say it again. Hey, Daniel. How are you? Can you hear me, guys? I'm great. How are you? Thanks so much for participating in the event the other night. We did a, a wonderful uh, food, uh, food event highlighting food waste uh, for Colorado Impact Investing Days, and it was uh, great. Linda, thank you for... Uh, being a part of that, it was a phenomenal experience, and Brian and Emily were there as well. So it was a mm-hmm. we're getting a little fun yeah. Right we now. were psyched to do it. Marcus spearheaded that for us, and it was awesome. We were also doing another uh, event all sites for No Waste um, Colorado uh, at Orem in the Rhino that same evening. So it was great to be able to participate in two events in the same day. That's fantastic. Well, while opening up an, an exceptional <laughs> restaurant space, you know, just a couple things. I have to tell you, because uh, the time frame, I've had about 45 to 50 people walk in in the last 10 minutes. So it's popping. Oh, so it... <laughs> oh Chef. Great. Yeah, it's popping down at the the bindery. Which, Daniel, have you been in yet? I know you're busy. Uh, you know what? I haven't had a chance. Of, I've had Linda's incredibly gifted and talented, and she's an amazing team down there. The space is absolutely stunning. I haven't had a chance to eat there personally myself yet, but... Um, it's a, it's a, a, a very well needed culinary experience, um, and I, I think she's put together something really truly exceptional and beautifully done. Um, and everything she does is so wonderfully thought thought out. Um, and it's a phenomenal market space, uh, dinner, uh, lunch. I mean, she really covered all aspects of the the day of eating and night of dining in a very beautiful way. I love it. And she, she's just one of the, in a male dominated industry, uh, Daniel, to see somebody like uh, chef Linda Hampton Fox, um, she just commands a kitchen. She's got that wide open kitchen concept. Tell me if she's crazy for this. So she's got a table (laughs) there in the middle of the kitchen. She's going to open that up for some select people to dine in the middle of her kitchen, which I just think is so cool that she'd take that on. What do you think, Daniel? I think that's, I think it's super smart. I think everything she does is very smart. Oh, you guys are so nice. My head's getting so big. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to fit in the kitchen here in a little while. You deserve it, (laughs) chef.
<laughs> you really do deserve it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I want to be mindful of your time, Daniel, because you stuck around for us, and it's just so kind. I think we could spend hours with you, and I think if you can ever make the time, we'd love for you to uh, either come in or we'll bring the show to you, uh, Chef Asher. What do you think sometime? That'd be great. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Yeah, we've got a, a rockin' Saturday night. It's the it's the last weekend of first fight here in Boulder, so it's 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 hopping and bopping. And I um, I got to jump back inside, but it's been great. Um, yes, thank hanging you. out with you guys. Everyone have a beautiful weekend and a, and a happy holiday. And um, you know, let's all focus on sustaining one another and having a a beautiful, thoughtful community and minimizing food waste and and maximizing supporting uh, amazing people that are growing beautiful food for us to enjoy. Here, here. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, You're a rock star. Daniel. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Woo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chef Linda, are you there? I am, and we are octopuses flying off the shelf here. <laughs> <laughs> as well as should. Describe to us what's going on right now. What, what are you cooking? What are you doing? Where are you at right now? Are you going I'm... nuts talking to us on the phone and trying to run a kitchen at the same time? You know, I'm uh, not going nuts, but I've been here since uh, before 7. We had an incredible brunch service down here in Lohi. We had about 150 people in, and we're in our dinner service, and the place is packed. Yeah, so, Jay, it, we were guests of yours. Thank you. Uh, I think last week, and we br- actually brought in um, Chef Christopher Dijon from Center Plate, the uh, Mile High Stadium chef, who uh, brought me in, and there was Kelly Whitaker. But it's really weird, and and uh, Brian and Emily here with us from Growers Organic. Uh, I think, you, guys, did you say you talked to her like this last week? or uh, One of our team members, Nicolette, I think, had the pleasure to meet Linda, and then we did see um, the, the Bindry team there at uh, the... Colorado Impact. Yeah, Colorado Impact. And it was the same, you know, dinner that, that Daniel was just talking about. Amazing to see what these chefs do with with products that would otherwise be thrown away. Like, everything was delicious. Uh, Linda. Linda? Yes, hey. Uh, hey, I, I'm always wondering. Oh, she's, she's off running around <laughs> yeah. because that's the way it is. And when no, we, no problem. Yeah, we're... we're when we were there just this past week and, and you, you said, all right, come on in, walk around the kitchen. I feel really weird doing that a lot of times, but love it. I absolutely love it. Um, we're, we're, we need to do a show at that chef's table. And you said you may be game, right? Absolutely. We're excited about it. <laughs> you're going to be in the heat of the kitchen and your chefs are going to be your bartenders and your cooks and your waiters all in one. So... Um, It'll be quite the experience. Yeah, the food is just fantastic. The atmosphere is uh, twice as nice. I mean, you've got it all going on, all the ingredients that you would want um, to have just a a great restaurant. You've got great neighbors as well. Uh, And and as we sit here and every time it just dawns on me as as we sit in front of Growers Organic and and they know Arlen Preblood and Don't Waste and and Daniel Asher and then Kelly Whitaker comes into it and then the Stem Ciders and here's Linda Hampston Fox. Um, We're all in this together, Linda. I know. It's great. I am so honored. I mean, it's a great opportunity as a chef and actually as a mother and just a human to, you know, be able to provide great quality ingredients at this restaurant and design our menus around those things. I I feel that's really an honor. Uh, Chef, 
do this. Could you could you spend a minute talking about the bindery, what people can expect, and give out the address? Yeah, the bindery is located at 1817 Central. We're just like 30 seconds off of I-25 when you come into Lohi, right next to Gross Brewery. We're in a new building on the northeast corner, and we're doing brunch on Saturday and Sunday from 10 till 2. But our market and bakery is open every day, Tuesday through Sunday from 7 to 7. So um, you can find savory food as well as great baked goods throughout the day. Wonderful coffee. We're teamed up with Dragonfly, which is a small roaster in Boulder, and the coffee is just mind-blowing Exceptional. Jay got, then, a, Jay got a hold of them today. Oh, good, good. Awesome. He'll be really happy to hear that. And then our dinner service, uh, Tuesday through Sunday night, we're in the thick of a nice Saturday night. And um, happy hour as well. And as uh, you said, in a few weeks, we're going to be starting the chef table. So exciting. Uh, you're one of my favorites, <laughs> and I've just fallen in love with you, Linda. Oh, thank you, guys. You know, I was so happy to hear what Daniel was saying when I was listening in. Mm-hmm. And um, after having lived in Europe for so long and just thinking about the daily trip to the market and the quality of the food and the ingredients and farmers, I mean, it's just so great to see people care so much and to kind of come back to that old world lifestyle. Yeah, so cool. We'll see you soon, okay? We're going to do a brunch. Hands, guys, hands. <laughs> hands. Order up. Need <laughs> hands. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Chef, thank you. We're going to let you get back to work, and awesome. uh, we're going to be down for a brunch real soon. Okay. Can't yeah. wait to see you guys. Thank you both. Yeah, Bye. You bet. Thanks. Just another. I mean, you guys were so lucky, right, uh, <laughs> as, as we go into this. And um, Nora. You're first, you know, congratulations. And, and here it is. Who's going to enjoy this dinner with you from uh, me, my mom and my daughters. It's a small family that I have and probably one of my best friends. She's joining me also. As soon as she found out, she was like, I going for tanks going to your house this year. Dinner at Nora's house. Dinner at Nora's. <laughs> hey, I'll go. <laughs> of course you would. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I'd go too. Yeah. I mean, listen, great ingredients, that's for sure. Uh, thank you, Nora. No, thank you guys for having me. I understand you took some time off work for this, um, which is so appreciated. Hey, she gets a Saturday night off, you know? Yeah. But you're in good hands too. I, mean, I know. It's weird to actually have a Saturday night <laughs> off. I don't usually get them. I'm usually at Sasa yeah. on the weekends. Yeah. Yes. Give out talk about uh, uh, Sasa for a second. Um, did, w- what you're doing there, uh, the address, it's Stanley Marketplace, right? We're at the Stanley Marketplace. Uh, well, Sasa, it's mostly to create awareness mm-hmm. of the food that you bring to your table, the food that you bring to your family. So we also work with growers, of course. They're one of our main distributors. But like he said, we also get from local farms, local mm-hmm. companies. We source everything organic, sustainable, and we're just trying to teach people what you know what they're eating, what they're bringing to their body. What it's yeah. you know, like you guys were saying early, food that I was actually, you know, ages ago, people eat like that, and now it's everything is with GMO, everything is mm-hmm. with chemicals, and salsa is the contrary. Jeff 
if Jeff would have been here, he would have been talking like three hours about it. <laughs> and maybe, maybe we'll do that next weekend when we come visit you. I think we're going to be down there at Stanley Marketplace. But I got to tell you, you're a shooting star. Uh, just by talking to you, you've got a very bright future. Oh, my God. Lady. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I, I see uh, speaking in your future. Very well spoken and thank very you. elegant. And I think you're very mindful of what you're doing as well. Thank you so much. I, I feel really proud of working yeah. at Sasa. Uh, I work in another place before then. And, you know, just the difference of the care that Jeff puts into bringing yeah. food and in, to their customers, that he actually cares what their customers are bringing into their families. It's totally different. I never had that before. And I'm really proud of being That's part of that. That's why you referred to them as the other place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say names. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say names. Uh, Jeff, you got a good one. You have a good one in Nora. Uh, Nora, thanks so much. Thank you so much. That. Great. Thanks for I, I do have one question before we before we get her off of here, just real quick. Have you decided the charity you're going to pay it forward to? Yes, uh, that was a no brainer. Is for the Denver Safe House. It's a charity that is really close to my heart, and I would love to bring something back to them when they were able to help me with something. Fantastic. So, you are thank amazing. You. Good job. for you. Yeah, thanks for, you. for coming thank on this you show. So much. That's so cool. Uh, boy, how do you top any of this, you guys, right? It's so cool. Uh, if you didn't know, Growers Organic, they're kind of co-hosted with us, Brian and Emily from Growers Organic. Let's take a break. We have some more housekeeping stuff. Do you mind? Not at all. Uh, you want to stick around for a little while? Absolutely. Yeah. This is cool. This is I think great. it's a party. Yeah. We're <laughs> in a party here at the iHeart Studios. I love it. All right. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker will come right back. And also, we need to, um, from one of our, our sponsors, Dustin Evans, Rocker Spirits, a craft distillery in Littleton. Uh, Dustin's going to talk about his New Year's Eve party real quick. And there's a port whiskey release uh, that we'll talk about as well. When we get back, the Modern Eater Show on iHeart Radio. Hey, this is Dave Thibodeau from Scott Brewing down in Durango. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. You'll share a little drink with us on this festive day. It's the Modern Drinker Show. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste 
the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field. Plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs.com. Hello, this is Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on the iHeartRadio Network. Oh my goodness, we're so far behind, which is uh, good and bad. It's good because we've got some uh, great people on and, and just some great stories as well. Uh, Growers Organic in studio with us, and Brian and Emily from Growers Organic, they're sticking around. I told them we had some housekeeping to do, and this is a really cool thing. As I jump to the VIP line, uh, these guys are, are the latest and greatest for us, and I'm locking them into the VIP, but I have to introduce to the show Andrew Moore, um, brewer, our archaeologist gone brewer, gone bad in bed and Gettinger. Uh, guys, welcome back to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hello. Hello. There are these Thank guys. You. Yeah, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. I, and I say it jokingly, and you guys know that, but my second favorite brewery, and it's only because of time. Um, Scott Brewing has been my favorite for quite some time, but here you guys are. I fell in love and I said to Jay, I need to have these guys because I talk about you all the time, so why not be sponsors, right? <laughs> Perfect. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew, you spent some time with us. Uh, and again, I bill you, Andrew, as the most interesting man in the world. And I really <laughs> I truly believe you are uh, with your background. And, and when you're in the room with Andrew and Ben, I got to tell you guys, I really feel like a big dummy. <laughs> There's just so much intellect going along as we sat down with you the other day. Um, I just really like being around you guys. And the byproduct of that is probably one of the most awesome breweries uh, uh, that I know of in its Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project and and uh, 8th Avenue. Santa Fe, is that fair? 8th and Santa Fe? Yeah. 8th and Santa Fe, that's the voice of Ben. That's what we tell people. Yeah, yeah uh, and, and it's one of these things to where uh, we need to sing it uh, near and far from the rooftops, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Uh, Andrew uh, Brewer, take a minute and talk about your beers. Uh, and, and uh, I, you know, they're just so different to me, and it's why I fell in love. Yeah, so the a lot of the recipes were originally inspired by the time that I spent working overseas as an archaeology student. Started homebrewing as something that uh, something to do that wasn't homework all the time. <laughs> And uh, we start, I brought back those ingredients that were around. I was mostly in Turkey and Jordan and Greece. So it was Turkish coffee. It was dates. It was apri- uh, apricots, basil, um, those kinds of things. So we do basil IPA, we do Turkish coffee stout, do an apricot and date hefeweizen. Internationally inspired twists on traditional styles. Uh, so yes, the, <laughs> it's delicious beer. It's a little bit different, and and when it comes, and in my mind, so garlic beer, you think it's far? No, it's a it's a deli- It could almost be your daily, but uh, at the same time, and as we have guys in here from Growers Organic who takes uh, organic farming and and bridges the gap from chefs uh, to the end consumer as well. Uh, I really believe that ingredients is so important these days, you guys, and you're so mindful uh, of the ingredients that you use making the recipes of your beer with savory spice and, and other things that you do. Um, 
sourcing it big to you guys as well, right? Uh, so we're getting better at it. Um, and absolutely, yeah. So just today, in fact, we released uh, the next uh, batch of our basil IPA, and this time we did it with five pounds of fresh purple basil from Colorado Aquaponics. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so uh, do you mind if a couple people join the conversation? Emily Katowski from Growers Organic and Brian Freeman, but when you hear something like a brewery, to be able to maybe source some things for these guys with it, yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. We, we work with a couple breweries, and it's a great, you know, this past year when we dove in and started thinking so much about this food waste problem and partnering with farms farmers that have excess or that they know they can't sell to a grocery store a brewery is a great place to to call and try to find a home for that stuff because they don't care what it looks like as long as it tastes good and it's a great ingredient i mean they don't care what it looks like so um we actually need to get on board with a couple more places like that you know when we have situations like that and we're looking for a home for some of this product yeah seasonal stuff as well um you guys ever looking for stuff like that oh absolutely yeah get in touch with us I think that's a cool thing Great. that we just started a new relationship. Awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, and and again, we were talking to Daniel Asher. Um, they started River and Woods and Edible Beats, and and then Linda Hampton Fox on. You know, guys, as we talk more and more, and, and I think that's one of the uh, reasons why uh, you were drawn to this show is is the networking, and and we're all in this together. You know that, don't you? Yeah. It's just it's just a a, fa- a family like environment, and to have uh, you guys, Andrew and Ben from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, on uh, give out the address, and then let's talk about just a couple of things that may be coming up for you guys here soon. Yeah, we're at nine two five West Eighth Avenue in Denver, in the Art District on Santa Fe, just south of downtown. Very cool uh, tap room. Andrew, uh, what's uh, what's coming up this next week for you guys? Um, let's see. This next week, we've got... Uh, so a friend of ours, we do a um, Obscure Sojourn speaker series every other Monday. I love that. So on Monday the 27th, we have Judd Bellstock coming in to talk about um, chichas and pulque, sort of South American corn-based alcohol. So we're actually be brewing some chichas at Intrepid Sojourner and sampling them on Monday, and so that's going to keep us busy using our equipment in a different way this week. Yeah, you know, the the idea of, uh, you know, your travels, Andrew, and uh, bringing it back and, and brewing beer, because we always talk about um, beer being one of those things where you sit down that kind of bridges the gap, along with food, obviously, um, but to, uh, you know, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, uh, you know, talk about your travels, go into the tap room, get a beer, and plan your next adventure with your friends. And, and I think you'll be with like-minded people as well. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. You're going to hear a lot more from Andrew and Ben. Um, just so thankful to have you on board as new sponsors of the Modern Eater Show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. We're, thanks excited. Excited. We're excited. Yeah, you bet. There they are. Cool dudes. I mean, really. Andrew, I bill you guys as the uh, most interesting man in the world. He really is. I mean, think about uh, uh, archaeologist gone brewer. That's the, amazing. And, and the things yeah. that he does with his beer and, and where – and you need to be indigenous to an area really to capsulize that. But Andrew, in his, and he's very mindful of that, but in his – his travels he likes to take a lot of things from the cultures and bring mm-hmm. them back and build recipes around it and i think mm-hmm. that just the mindfulness of that type of stuff um 
it deserves going and having one beer at least to Absolutely. check out what they're doing. Uh, that's cool. A little more housekeeping, you guys. Here's uh, somebody, another great uh, craft. It's a distillery, and you hear them all the time, Rocker Spirits. And Dustin Evans, owner of Rocker Spirits in Littleton. Dustin, it's been uh, a couple of shows, but we're going to catch up right now. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. It's good to hear you guys' voice again. Good to hear from you, my man. Uh, New Year's Eve, it's uh, rapidly approaching, and if you want to go someplace fun, it sounds to me like um, you've got it covered at Rocker Spirits. Yeah, well, yeah. check it out. Um, our chef, Chef David, with Sprezzatore Pizza and Rocker are doing a collaborative New Year's Eve party, and uh, it should be a great time. It's dinner, drinks, hors d'oeuvres, and uh, like I say, it should be a good time. And that's uh, New Year's. Is there is cover on that, or how's that work out? Yeah, if you go on our website, it'll tell you all the things. You can purchase different type of packages. You can purchase dinner for two, singles, um, drinks. It, it, it's so it's kind of a uh, a la carte situation. You've also got a release coming up as well, Port Whiskey release. Talk about that. Well, I tell you, yeah, we're really excited. Uh, so. We're going to release our port-finished whiskey just any day now. All we're waiting for is the federal government to approve our label. And what we have is we have taken our 122-proof whiskey, we put it in a port wine barrel. It's been aging for a year now. And uh, we're going to be bottling that and releasing it here at the distillery. So the only place you'll be able to get it is here at the distillery. Oh, man. That, mm. And and that's any day now, you said? Yeah, I'm really anticipating we'll have it. I mean, they've a, they've approved our formula finally. Mm-hmm. They kicked back our label twice to us because they said we didn't have a formula approval for port-finished bourbon whiskey. So we submitted for port-finished whiskey, and they says, you don't have a formula for your whiskey. And I says, well, we're selling it, so we should. <laughs> so we had to go through the formula approval on that. We got formula approval a week and a half ago, and then we resubmitted our label. They did accept our label, but they haven't given us approval yet. So I'm just thinking that's any day, and we're hoping to get it out just right after Thanksgiving. So it's hurry up and wait, huh? It's our federal government. Come that's, on now. They're right. very efficient, you know, streamlined over there. <laughs> How do you really feel, Dustin? Dustin's one of these guys. You sit down with Dustin, and, and uh, he's just well, he's a fun guy, but he's sharp and witty, and at the same time, he's a good storyteller. So uh, if you want to, Dustin, you're in, that, you're in your tasting room almost always, right, at Rocker Spirits? Yeah, we're down here. I'm down here tonight. It's a, a great night. You know, these great fall evenings are just fun. It's cool outside. Are you on the clock tonight? Are you are you roaming the floor? You, my boss is a slave driver, so he's <laughs> making me work all this time. So. I, would, I would, too. Uh, we're going to get down there to see. I think we need to get another show down there. So the, this year, I think it's the 31st is on a Sunday. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Sunday. Don't hold me to that, but I, I think, think it you is. are correct. Yeah, so the 30th is a Saturday. We're going to get you back on on the 30th so we can do that. And I think Jan and myself, um, uh, barring any other thing, I have, you know, Dustin, you know me. I'm probably one of the most boring guys in the world. I have no plans for New Year's Eve. So I'm going to come down to a Rocker where I know that I'm going to be able to drink some mindfully crafted cocktails. Uh, your cocktail program's off the hook, and you just released a new drink. Uh, what's that yeah. drink again? It's called the Gulch. 
I believe that we've got a couple new ones. It's called the Gulch. It's blackberry, a um, little bit of coffee, lemon and lime, and, and then our uh, ounce and a two ounces of bourbon whiskey. It Love is, it. It's phenomenal. Uh, the website, rockerspirits.com? That is correct, rockerspirits.com. Check us out. Go on our website, register your email address in there, and that'll put you on our newsletter. That'll keep you up to speed on when we're having music, when we're having parties, and it will also let you know when we're releasing our port-finished whiskey. Uh, do yourself a favor, not only for the delicious, delicious drinks and, and uh, tasting room and uh, uh, the, the whiskey, the rum, and the vodka that they have ready for you, um, but again, if you appreciate great Colorado businesses, uh, you'll appreciate Rocker Spirits, who just uh, d- takes it to a whole new level. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Dustin. You bet, guys. And if I should not talk to you before, I want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Thank Thanks, buddy. Does. We surround ourselves with the best people. I know. We should have lobbied for a couple of bottles of that uh, port whiskey, though. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, coming. That's yeah. coming. Yeah. You got, so, again, Growers Organic in studio with it. We just kind of like, hey, you want to hang out for the <laughs> two hours? And here they are. <laughs> yeah. But Brian and Emily, are you, do you guys partake in the libations? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was yes, going to tell do. them they should bring a bottle down to our office. We sort of do a, a little uh, happy hour sometimes at the end of the day. Um, it's it's a little bit of a tradition just because of the fact that everyone works so hard. You know, we have people that start start their day at 3, 3 and 4 a.m. every day. And um, and usually we're there um, until about 6 to 7.30. Wow. And then there's still a crew that's in the warehouse packing orders until 10, 11 at night every day. So, you know, we, the, the warehouse almost goes 20, 20 hours a day every day. Something and, else. Um, but food, and I thought it was so interesting to listen to, you know, these brewers and distillers, mm-hmm. because really there's, a, I, I consider that a food, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a food group sure. for sure, um, is the fact that, but it's, if you look at, it's the family, it's, it's community, um, and it's around the world. Listen, right now, I think we're so divided, but one thing we all get together on and agree about is food. And, you know, and whether you're in the United States or anywhere in the world, it's you know, it's this one common thread that we have, you know, and every human has it, and it's so great to listen to people that are tied into it because we have, I think, this different appreciation, different respect for the planet, for life, for everything that we do, and and I, the most passionate people that I've ever met in my life are all around the food industry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such an awesome place to be. What uh, Jay Parker here? What uh, pops into my head, Greg, is when I when I hear Brian say that is that it's not a coincidence that we meet so many just down-to-earth, grounded, caring, and genuine people in the food and beverage industry because of exactly what he just said. It, it's If you're mindful of, of what you're putting into your body and, and, and cooking food and sourcing, this, those people you know, are just typically great people, you know? Yeah, and I'll tell you what, once you start doing it, there's no turning back. Nope. There's just no turning back. I and, mean, why, and that's, why would you? This is the side of the fence I want to be on. And, and I think that, uh, you know, that's why we're so privileged as the Modern Eater Show and have great sponsors to be able to uh, bring programming that aren't sponsors of ours. You know, Growers Organic, this mm-hmm. is not a paid advertisement. Mm-hmm. This is uh, us 
doing this because we want people to know about Growers Organic. Absolutely. And moreover, these guys want people just to know about organic. And, mm-hmm. and moreover than that, they want people to know about the farms and mm-hmm. the people behind that. And, you know, the people, the, the, the process and the product. Once you do that, you know, I think a couple of bucks will come down the road. You, you don't think of the money first. You think about what you're doing and, and how, the, how that really works into our communities. Oh, it's funny you talk about the money because I always ask a chef, do, do I come into a restaurant and pay like $30 for a plate because I want ingredients? Yeah. I, I was like, you know, oh, sorry, there's, I'm, I'm sorry, that's, uh, I'll find a new word for that. Uh, but there's, but it's really funny because if you look at it, I, I've never, I've never found a chef who's like, oh, I want the cheap stuff. Can you give me something cheap? Because my, my people out on the floor, they were looking for a cheap meal. And, and that's the reality is, is I, I think that anyone, I've never, I've never walked into a restaurant and said, you know, I, I laugh now. I, I worked with uh, Frank Day. I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with, with them, but they, they were the concept restaurants, the rock, rock bottom. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and all that. And, and one of his dreams was always a, a burger for over $10. Mm-hmm. And I, I sort of laugh about that because if you, if you make a good burger, I'd pay you $15 for a sure. burger every day. I, I went over to Iceland and just a, a couple months ago. And it was really interesting because you're paying $15 for a beer. <laughs> and I said, hands down, I'll pay 15, $20 for a good burger mm-hmm. any day of the week. Me too. And, um, you know, so I, th- I think we're starting to break down that barrier because yeah. we're just, we're, we're really understanding that so much goes into it. The, you know, if you look at, I, I met a, a, the, actually the, the rancher that sells the meat to Saza, um, this guy, Casey from Colorado sustainable farms, he considers himself a grass farmer and and he his his whole idea of raising animals is all about growing grass and and it's something that no nobody thinks about and he's so you know another one of these really thoughtful guys of how far down on the grass should the animal eat before he moves them to the next pasture this is stuff who's thinking about that i mean i i love it emily emily raises um little lambs and she sells them, you know, to like corner post meats. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, so people don't realize, I mean, everyone in the organization, I, I can't tell you, Krista and Dan, they're two people that own True Roots Farm. They started, both of them were employees at Growers. We, I introduced them by saying, I needed you guys to cover for me and go to this movie opening where they asked me to sit on a panel. And Krista and Dan went, those two are awesome. They're married now with their first kid and they have, you know, they, they go to the, uh, the Arvada farmer's market and sell their goods. But just, I, this is the salt of the earth. These are the people, yeah. you know. Anybody who's in this industry, it's, you know, we have a new employee over at Growers Organic and her husband is a, is a produce buyer. And, you know, we talk about how my husband, William and I, you know, we, you know, we have the farm and then I go to work and I talk about food and I come home and we talk about food and we preserve and we, we can things and, you know, we grow our own, you know, we have our own meat. And, um, it's just anyone who is in this industry, it's, it's not just a job. Like this is your life and it's what you talk about and with other people 24 mm-hmm. seven. And that's why you would buy, you know, and all of those things mentioned. And when you are in the know with the, and it's all starts to make sense and you know, the people and you know where the sourcing's coming from, the sustainability. When you buy that $15 burger, knowing all of those things, your your synapses are firing on all cylinders. The taste just is enhanced that much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very true. It's very true. Uh, 
let's take a break. We, <laughs> usually we talk uh, booze or, or drinking related things. And I'm just so entrenched in this conversation. We'll come back. Uh, we'll wrap it all up. We'll make sense of this crazy world. Uh, and I think that we have. It's, um, it's uh, all of us together joining uh, hands with uh, delicious food, uh, delicious uh, drinks, and, and sitting down and, and finding our commonalities. And our commonalities is that uh, we all like to eat and drink, <laughs> and that's something that we can all share and bridge the gap with. We'll come back. Uh, it is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. This is Charlie Papazian. You can try, and I'll probably say yes. You're listening to The Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Okay, we're going to jump back in, in studio right here. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Growers Organic with us, and Brian and Emily. But right now, again, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solution. Jeff's doing it, man. Uh, the new build-out, 70 taps for uh, Tap 14. He's building it on 19th, and that, that place will be open, I believe, next month. And, again, really cool people with Ryan Earls. Um, but Jeff Rourke, he makes dreams come true. He'll sit down and talk to you about your build-out. Uh, he's making faucets for delicious uh, craft beer. And uh, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, I always tell you I like a family-owned and operated business, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's the most trusted man in the industry. Anytime you go around and you ask about Jeff's name, it's just gold. Old and uh, really love to be aligned with people like that. Uh, get an A-plus report card on your faucet system. If you're pouring inefficient peer, beer, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Just give Jeff Rourke an A-plus beverage solutions a call. Uh, he'll he'll save you from that embarrassment. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody using a pitcher to pour their the excess foam from their faucets into or a spoon off of that. It's just tacky. I put it in your notes, Greg. Foam is money. Foam is money, and you want to make that money. You don't want to pour it down the drain. So Jeff Rourke, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solutions. Now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, this is generally where we do uh, booze in the news, all the booze news you can use because uh, lots goes on out there. Uh, I'll just give you one little piece right now. Eddie Line uh, Brewery is being sued by Epic Brewing Company for uh, their use in Epic Day Beer. Eddie Line has an Epic Day Beer. Now, they're not the obviously uh, a craft brewing company as uh, small as Eddie Line. They're being popped for a million dollars and a cease and desist and to take any profits and set that over to epic uh just a quick personal opinion on that um 
I don't know as though, you know, in the beer world, I guess Epic, you've come to the point to where, you know, you've won a couple of precedents uh, in a court of law that says Epic Brewing is a synom- synonymous with the word Epic when it comes to brewing. Uh, but give me a break, Epic. Uh, back down. Just uh, come to some kind of uh, uh, amiable, amiable resolve and um, take your foot off the neck of Eddie Line Brewing Company and, and let bygones be bygones because, again, we are all in this together so there's a little bit of booze news for you right there it's a great it's a great point i mean my my look on it, i've never owned a brewery okay i so i can't speak to what it's like to brew your own beer and then have somebody use it but i mean you know epic day they have a beer that has epic in it i mean you know lighten up yeah and you know i can see how you've worked so hard to build the brand uh with epic and epic's name but there'll be a little bit of uh, crossover when it comes to that. I just think a million dollars is a little excessive. I see that you're trying to prove a point, and maybe that's what it is. Um, but there's got to be a way to come together and agree on that. That's just my thought in that. I think things uh, that go to a court of law, uh, generally half the time it can be settled by grown adults. Well, they say, I mean, when you go to court, uh, both sides lose. Yeah. Uh, Growers Organic in studio with us, uh, Brian and Emily. We're going to wrap it up with you guys. But, Brian, you said something during the break that really caught my uh, attention. Uh, vegans really can't be vegans? Oh, it's uh, it's going to be super controversial, I'll tell you. Um, I, love it's, con- uh, I, I had a, a citrus farmer out in California, and I were having a conversation, and and he he this is it's a big conversation because you've got a lot of people out there who you know feel strongly about not using animal products and you know and 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 there's a lot of debate about that about how everything has to work together to be sustainable um and but one of the things that the small farmer said to me is he said you know Brian these vegans are killing me they don't realize that everything is grown with either cow manure or bat guano or fish emulsion and a lot of the, you know, and and that fish emulsion is ground up fish. And that's a lot of this, you know, whether it's hydroponic or, you know, or even soil grown, there's an animal byproduct in all of this. And so if we're not willing to even touch an egg, which a chicken's going to lay, it's it's going to happen. That chicken is going to lay an egg, you know, or the hen is going to lay the egg. I can't wait until this uh, <laughs> so-called can of worms. I mean, because it's apparent. And vegans, you know, very mindful, and, and their hearts are in the right direction, I think. And I say this to Jay. He did Vegan Tober, where he just wanted to step into a vegan shoes and see how he didn't eat for a month, basically, because of that. Uh, but moreover— I had some green onions. Uh, I, like the, I like the mindfulness of— of the direction, but it's, it's, I believe it's very political, you know, it's a very political thing. And when I hear vegan, that's the buzzword political to me. And I know a few of, uh, and I like to play with vegans just a little, you know, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and again, great people, but going as far as a friend of mine, I said something about honey. Why don't you carry honey in your store? She's like, Oh, you remember I'm, I'm vegan. Right. Mm-hmm. And I go, Oh, it's, it's the insect thing. And I said, yep. so me being the smart Alec that I am, I said, Hey, do you know, I don't know what the exact number is, but I think the hu- a human eats about a hundred insects a year without even knowing it, that they're sleeping. I, I said, do you feel horrible about yourself? for that?" <laughs> she said, no, but they've got to know, they've got to know what the, in the, the manure is that way. And, and, is that not part of it or how I got, I got to know the response to that. Like, It'd you know, be interesting I, to hear yeah. their perspective. Yeah. You know, Cause we're just, we're talking about this and you know, it's something that we hadn't thought about and we thought it was an interesting point that this farmer had made. And you know what? We have a ton of vegan and vegetarian sure. customers. Of and, and love them. I mean, because, huge market. Yes. But like, let's hear from yeah. them. 
Yeah, yeah, I would, I would love, love to, I do too. hear an answer. All right, you know, because we're interested. Yeah, I well, think. and it's Vanessa over at Nooch. I'd love yeah. to hear what she. This she's is opened something. Our mind to a yeah, lot of and stuff. she because yep. she really does. I mean, she's she talks to me about the the veganism, yeah. um, and that concept, and I and I. I I understand, and it's a sure. passionate. You know, I I do I like your take. It it is an interesting that is there's somewhat political type yeah. behind that yeah. because the, it's very controversial. Yeah. And I, mean, I and I love that. And the, let's just have the discussion, right? Let's just yeah. talk about it. And I think that that's where we uh, growersorganic.com. Am I? You're 100 yep. correct. There it is. Go check them out. These guys are great. Thanks so much. Uh, they'll Thank be you. back Thank on the you. show early and often. Love these guys, Jay Parker. Love you too, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, the Modern Eater Show next week. The Modern Drinkers Booze in the News, brought to you by the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria and Bogey's Beer and Wine.